Wisdom of Renew here, and welcome to all the guests, and thank you for joining us. Um, our, our mission, our vision, our dream is to be renewed by God for the renewal of our neighborhoods. And basically that means that we want to fall in love with Jesus, fall in love with God. And that in doing so, it means something for our lives. It means something for our hearts, that we are changed and transformed by God's love. And his desire is to change and transform and renew us. And when that happens, we can't help but want that for everyone else. It's like coming home and belonging and being a part of a family um, and soaking in the food and the warmth and wanting to invite other people into that. And so being part of God's renewal, also wanting that for our neighbors. And uh, beyond that, I think our desire is to become a beloved community. And that word, beloved community, you may have heard it in a lot of uh, Martin Luther King Jr.'s uh, speeches and, and sermons. It carries with it not just being community, being together, uh, but being a beloved community um, that cares for one another, lays down our lives for one another, uh, and also welcomes all people to the table um, and has a heart for those who are suffering, for those who are on the margins, for those who are crying out. Um, as a church, we recognize the pain and suffering in the world. We recognize people who have different backgrounds and experiences, and we invite and create a space, and we address uh, the conflicts in the world. And our world is full of conflict, amen? Our country is full of tension. Um, right now, and and a lot of people are in pain. Right? The things that happen in our government, the things that happen just in our country seem to elicit memories that are often tragic for people. And um, we want to recognize that and say, yes, uh, those memories are true. Those memories, we believe you. And we pray for you. We want you to be healed. Amen. Um, so, interesting enough, uh, Ephesians, this series, we're in the second week of Ephesians, and the title of it, of the whole series, is called A Community of Blessing. A Community of Blessing. Because essentially what Paul is talking about is what does it mean to be the beloved community? Okay? What does it mean to be renewed? by God for the renewal of us and for the emphasis for the people around us. We need to live differently because we have this identity in God that is different. We are adopted sons and daughters in Christ. And this necessarily means we live differently. Our DNA is different, right? And being welcomed in to the household of God Right? You're given gifts, immeasurable gifts, spiritual blessings. Right? Over, like God is lavishing these gifts upon us. And uh, that's what we're talking about. What does it mean to be this community of blessing? Um, so, I wanted to switch gears and talk about the heart of the planter. The heart of the planter. And as you know, uh, we have a community garden outside. And being 
a pastor who likes to try new things, a person who likes to try new things and be a part of the ministries that we're doing, I was like, I'm going to have a plot. And Isaiah, my son, uh, signed up for another plot, but I basically just took over both plots. I have two plots uh, to do to garden and grow fruits and vegetables, and I've never, well, I've tried way back earlier in my day, but that failed. Like, I ended up just pulling everything up because I was so frustrated. But this time, I was gonna, I'm going to see this through. So I had corn, I planted corn, I planted some lettuce and spinach and um, uh, mammoth sunflowers without knowing, like, is this going to work? How can this, these little seeds that we plant turn into such beautiful plants that actually produce fruit? And so, uh, yes, Uncle Tony. Um, and so, what is my job as a planter, as a gardener, is to just, you know, till the soil, pull out all the weeds, maybe put some fertilizer, and then, like, make sure the soil is loose, and then I planted the seed. I plant the seeds in hope. Right? I watch, and I water, and I put organic fertilizers in. But I, do I have the power of the sun? Can I control the weather? Right? Do I have the power of the skies and the clouds? Can I make the skies and the clouds rain down to nourish the sprouting plants? Do I have the power of the soil? I may be able to put additives into the soil, but I can't actually feed the plants nutrients, potassium, nitrogen, whatever, in order for those plants to grow. I do my small part, but then the power of creation takes over, right? We just watch it grow. And uh, in the springtime, I was just amazed. Like my response was being amazed. First, first was like cockiness, right? <laughs> yeah, I'm bad. I can make this. I did this. I made this happen. But then after a while, when you kind of just step in, lean in a little closer to what the fruit was. In fact, the, those man, you'll see uh, sunflowers. Sunflowers are such amazing plants, right? They look like they're from, they, they're among the dinosaurs, right? They look prehistoric because they're gargantuan and they're beautiful. They're just beautiful yellow petals and huge. And when I looked at the sunflower, I looked very carefully. I was so amazed. Like, how did that grow? Right? And it makes you, when you grow, when you have a certain type of connection to the land, it puts you in a place of humility, right? Of wanting to praise. Or if you've gone hiking, I was out on Whidbey Island this week, and we went up on a bluff overlooking all of the water. And you just feel there is that humility where you feel extremely small and creation is so large and it's inexpressible, right? You just want to break down and I wish I had Paul right next to me playing the guitar so I could just praise, right? And sing praise to God and creation. Amen? The same, the same is true, the heart of the planter. Right? This, the sense of amazement and marvel and awe uh, of powers that are worth beyond what you do. 
The same thing is true with children, right? Especially a dad, right? What did I really do to make this children, our children be born, right? I had a small part in it, and then the rest of it, you watch them grow up. And it's so amazing, and you see in their faces like, oh, there's my wife, Janice, and there I see her. I see me in there. Oh, I see my dad in that laugh. And you're like, oh, that's so amazing. Right? It's beautiful to have, to be a planner, to just sow the seed and have a small part and yet to see the fruit that comes out of it. It's dynamic, right? Life is dynamic. It's constantly in motion in real time. And the same is, the same is true for a church. Right? As a church planter, having planted this church renewed, it's amazing. Because right? you start off with just an idea, a dream, perhaps a calling, and you're like, let's start a church. Right? But when you see people actually respond to the gospel and respond to a vision, and say, yes, I want to be a part of this church. Yes, I, I share that dream and that vision. And then when you see people actually like serving, right, and do, reaching out and inviting people and, and doing things without you having to ask, then it's like there's a perpetual motion, right? There's momentum that is beyond my, what I do. And in fact, the less I do and the more that happens, the healthier it is, I think, right? It means this is taking off. The, the power of the Holy Spirit is at work. And it's not just me who has this vision or me who planted this. It's we are the church and we are being and becoming the church. Amen? Amen. And that's amazing. And this is what Paul is feeling as he's writing this letter to the church at Ephesus, a church that he started and planted, he's like, when I heard about your faith in the Lord Jesus, this is the first scripture slide, and your love for all God's people, this is the reason I don't stop giving thanks to God for you when I remember you in my prayers. I pray that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, will give you a spirit of wisdom and revelation that makes God known to you. Paul has the heart of a planter. This is Ephesus, again, to repeat, was uh, one of the places, the ministries where he stayed the longest. He had his longest tenure there. And he's looking back and he's hearing stories coming back to him about the faith that this people of God has in Jesus. He's looking and seeing like growth and fruit coming out, and leaves sprouting. He's like, this is so amazing, and every time I hear it, I'm, I can't help but pray and thank God when I remember you in my prayers. Thank you, God. Do you see that coming out? Sometimes it's like, oh, Ephesians is all heavy. It's, a, I can't, it's complicated. It's a run-on sentence. I'm not going to sit down and just read it and decipher through it. But in fact, the run-on sentence is, I think, he's so excited. He's just writing this is a prayer and a doxology right here in this passage. He's giving praise to God 
He's worshiping God. And it's one big prayer. It's amazing. The second part, 18 through 19. So if you, if you go with me, the first part I, I labeled seed. Right? It's the planting of the seed. There's been a planting, and then there's a power. And the sower is recognizing the power, the energy of growth, and is giving thanks and interceding. Like, water, water, pray, give thanks. Right? Invoke the Holy Spirit, invoke God through prayer. Keep going, grow, grow. And then the second part is this. I pray that the eyes of your heart will have enough light to see what is the hope of God's call. Mm -hmm. What is the richness of God's glorious inheritance among believers? And what is the overwhelming greatness of God's power that is working among us believers? This power is conferred by the energy of God's powerful strength. You know, growing up in the church for me, I was always taught and I always kind of you know, we had the memory verses, we had the Romans road, we have all these, you know, this is how you get to heaven, right? If you believe in Jesus, then you'll, when you die, he'll forgive you for your sins, and when you die, you'll go to heaven. So in my heart, in my head was pounded like, heaven, 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 heaven. And in a small kid's heart, it's kind of like, oh, if, I, if I'm bad, I'm not going to go to heaven. If I'm bad, I'm not going to go to heaven. Like, heaven, 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 heaven. And then when you're in junior high, you're like, well... I can be bad, like, until right up until I die. <laughs> and then, when I'm about to die, I'm going to say, God, forgive me. I believe in you. Forgive my sins. And I'll go to heaven, right? It's a mystery. It's a mystery. Um, but I think what gets missed in, like, the home afterlife, the home out there kind of notion, right? That left behind, like one person's gonna be raptured and one person's gonna stay. Uh, notion is that the here and now, mm -hmm. right? The kingdom of God here and now. Mm. And that's what Paul is focusing on. He's saying, Don't you guys see it? I see it, and I'm so excited. That's why I'm worshiping and praising God, right? Don't you know the overwhelming greatness of God's power? That what? That was working? That will work? No. That is working among us believers. Us, corporate as well, right? It's not just individual faith. I'm not just going to go into my closet and pray, forgive me for my sins, forgive me for my sins. Now I'll go to heaven. It's the power, the overwhelming greatness of God's power working now, real time, Facebook Live, Twitter, story, right? I'm still trying to figure out what the fake Facebook story and Instagram story is about. Like, what is the story for? But I know Facebook Live, right? Real time, right now, it's happening. Right there, through that camera, Facebook Live, the power of God is working, is working among us, plural, now. Amen? And Paul is saying, I pray that you can see like I see. I get the eyes of the planter, the parent, the farmer, who gets to see, 
right? The growth. I want you guys to recognize that in yourself, among you, right? That yet the eyes of your heart, your heart of do, 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 will have enough light to see God's call and the richest, richness of the glorious inheritance among believers. You got God's credit card. You're, you're an heir. You're sons, adopted sons and daughters. Do you see that glorious inheritance? In the down payment, we remember the down payment of the Holy Spirit. Right? You have God's credit card. Do you see it at work among you? His power? Amen. Are you with me, church? Amen. Not just in some later age after death, but the power of God that is working among us believers now. I pray that you have the eyes to see, that you have light in your heart to see that now, present tense. Power and fullness. The, the, third, the third part. God's power was at work in Christ when God raised him from the dead and sat him at God's right side in the heavens, far above every ruler and authority and power and angelic power, any power that might be named on, not only now but in the future. But God put everything under Christ's feet and made him head of everything in the church, which is his body. His body, the church, is the fullness of Christ who fills everything in every way. Right, this is a doxology, praising Christ, praising Christ, who is above all things, below, behind, fills all things. And when I watch the news every day, every morning, um, I just shake my head sometimes at how the world handles power. And how we mishandle and abuse power, and how those in power um, can hurt people around them. And the church is not immune to that, right? I, I know that it's a privilege to be called to be a pastor of a church, right? But in there, there's a lot of chance for stumbling, right? That being in a position of authority or power, I can abuse that. I can hurt people. Right? Standing here with a stand, you know, and preaching, that is a privilege. Right? And it's a privilege I can abuse. For instance, if I'm making a point, I can look at Paul and be like, so guilty. That's you. <laughs> <laughs> weaponizing, weaponizing scripture. And we weaponize things all the time for our, for our agendas. Amen? Amen? But Christ, who was the one that actually laid down power, laid down his life, because of the power of the resurrection, because of the power of God, he is actually over all things. Right? He's the model not only the model of power and authority, right? He is 
He's saying, trust me, I am. I surround this world, and I'm in everything. I'm in all people and all of creation. Who's large and in charge? Who's your daddy? <laughs> Jesus. just 
pastor of all is the healthy place for every leader and pastor uh, in a church. Mm -hmm. When we're constantly in awe of what God is doing, that's the right place to be. Because mm -hmm. right? God can do it so much better. And he's doing it. And I'm like, There's a lot that's been said about gratitude and having a posture of gratitude. When we have, when we live grateful lives, when we have disciplined lives of gratitude, the world just changes for us. Right? It becomes bigger. We become, we become even more thankful, and uh, we live more active, positive lives because of being grateful. And then finally, praise. How do you respond to God when you see God and remember God actively working in power? That's praise. We just lift up God and Christ. How awesome is he? How great are you? It's your breath. You know, in my more cynical days, I used to wonder, why are people clapping and lifting up their hands? It's so fake. <laughs> they sing. It's like, that person stood up because the lyrics said, I stand now. <laughs> so I started to sit when the word said stand. That's not how messed up I was. <laughs> but then I met, I began to meet people who were authentic. Is king. He is 
large and in charge. Amen. Amen. So we sow, we wait actively, we testify, and we praise. That's what it means to be a community of blessing in the church. Let's pray. Uh, thank you so much for your word. Thank you that your word is a seed planted in all our hearts. And your Holy Spirit does the work of transformation and the work of changing and encouraging and giving us vision. So we pray that this word that's gone out will take root and sprout and flower and bring forth fruit. In your name we pray.